now we <laughs> we're going into diving in yes all right well fourth try um welcome to the frida show uh, it's today the fifth uh not the sixth of may <laughs> 2016 uh we're here in oslo in my studio it's a beautiful uh, beautiful sunny day and it's in the morning so this is the first time uh, doing the podcast in the morning thanks for arranging that Turi. Mm-hmm. and thanks, thanks for having you i mean thanks thanks that you could <laughs> To, could be bothered to come down to this, uh, you know, industrial uh, hall and. Uh, it's a great studio you have here. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite places in the world. Mm. Mm. I can understand. Mm. Well, in our second try, you know, the one uh, that I forgot to tape, um, uh, we talked a lot about about traveling around and about uh, uh, freedom, I guess, too. Mm. And uh, so maybe we'll get back to that. So um, I'm a bit unsure where we should kind of start anew here. Um, maybe, uh, um, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we can do a, a quick recap. The first thing we talked about um, the crane thing because that's your most recent thing that's that happened actually this week. Mm-hmm. And um, the hanging in the crane uh, performance you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like the, um, it was I worked with Statsbygg and uh, AF and uh, they're building the new National Museum and uh, we were putting down the ground rock Grunsteinen yeah the, the first stone yeah the first stone for the new building mm-hmm. and um, so it was really exciting to, to meet the people that is actually building the the place because yeah. it's so uh, I mean you can walk by you can stand on the bridge and look down and, and see them working and they're really it's so amazing just to see how all these things are being placed every day mm-hmm. and um, I really love when the aesthetics is built on practicality and how how I can bring some of my knowledge and and uh, work together with them yeah. that are like specialists on cranes and uh, it was really cool that they actually let me fly one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it is kind of like a duet with the guy driving the crane because yeah. it's all about trust like he has to understand my limits and yeah. I have to understand his, his limits and, yeah because yeah. that is as important because he has to kind of push you out there and, and high in the air and he has to be comfortable with it yeah, yeah. And he needs to know that I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. But actually, the first day we were trying, there was it was a lot of wind. So yeah. So um, and of course, I wanted to fly as much as possible, and I wanted as much swing as possible. Yeah, and yeah. and of course, when he don't know me, he he can't he doesn't know that I'm not afraid or anything. So we we had to like build it up. Yeah. But. In the end, he, we were just like totally trusting each other, and he could swing me. Yeah. Anyway, like wow, <laughs> that was so, so good. And and then uh, I was working with four other crane um, drivers, crane drivers, Operators. and a f- flagman. Mm. Um, yeah, you're your flagman. You talked uh, flagman. You mean a Martin. stunt? A, a stunt. Uh, professional no yeah i mean he's like communicating oh yeah yeah because yeah, that, that was my question yeah can how how do you how do you communicate if you're swinging up there how do you com- communicate with your crane driver 
Yeah, I mean, I can't communicate directly with him, but I can communicate to the flagman on the ground and my uh, personal flyer. Yeah. So they communicate together and they're on a walkie-talkie with the guy. In the crane. With yeah. Einstein in yeah. the crane. Yeah. And then I also have like an in-air and out-air. Yeah. So I can actually say something to the sound guy, Asla yeah. Kasta, uh, which was in the... And I can also... Uh, communicate via signs like just hand movements yeah. that would act that that is like the most important I guess if something happens like I feel yeah. like I'm gonna faint or yeah. it's really important to have those things yeah. uh, so if you faint you just hang everything loose and they understand okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I mean that, that, doesn't, I, <laughs> that doesn't work because I've seen you, I think I've seen you done in performance where you hang like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean it's a lot of preparations to do stuff that looks really simple So did, this, did you get a book with all the hand signals or, or how did that work? Oh, almost. I mean, I've been working with Nikki, which is per, a personal flyer for a long time. Yeah, that's so, the flyer you mean that's, a, I say, a stunt, stunt yeah. uh, kind of professional. Yeah. Somebody who, yeah. Nicholas Kanji, he works for N NK Technic mm. and he's he does theater and all this stuff. Mm. But then... Um, uh, so there was also all these... Uh, because HMS and Arbeitstilsyne, all yeah, these the, the health and safety and uh, the the over work oversight or something. Yeah, I think that's the wrong word, but it's you know. Well. I mean, it t takes a lot of work to actually get to where where we're we're being able to fly um, yeah. because there are different rules on a working space and in the theater. Yeah. But so all the time when I was flying, there was also this guy sitting. Daniel, he was sitting in the end of the of the crane yeah. just in case I was going to faint he could like uh, climb down and unhook me yeah. and um, and also we had to go through this trauma um, plan oh, wow, yeah. and it was a lot of paperwork that I'm not I'm not used to be that well taken care of <laughs> I'm like hey throw me out of this clip like I can just, just hold me at least with one hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that I mean It feels like um, unnecessary, but in the end, it actually is. Because mm. when I was doing all this paperwork, like together with, of course, uh, Stasbik and all this, um, it happened that I heard this other story. Not It didn't happen with them, but some other people that were like, a person just died in a crane and it's not you shouldn't it's not something shouldn't underestimate no, no. no and you, you should, should respect the tools yeah. yes and you really have like that's why it's so extremely nice when people that actually know how to handle these tools mm. know the technique know the hand the craft yeah when they are open to actually collaborate with me that is an artist and works with sound and they open up for a collabla collaboration yeah. and they actually come with ideas like yeah. that's like such a wonderful uh, yeah, experience yeah. and that's when you can really push it like mm. uh, so working with sound like even like working with the sound of the cranes like how yeah. to when they should and we all I also worked with the 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 Nurlis the Nurat the, the harbor yeah that is very close to the yeah so they were actually all the boats were joining in like oh, wow. the cruise ship and Huldra which I love the sound of Huldra is it's uh, one of the boats that goes to Nesodden yeah and um, it has a wonderful flute and also the Rodhusklokkarna yeah 
I was doing a duet with them when I was like flying up. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Laura Marie Ruslutten, she she's an amazing musician. Yeah. Uh so I guess it was all about just using what's already there. Yeah, at, but at it, the that's that's uh, uh, I say that as a, a symphony on a really large scale in a sense, you know, where. Uh, uh. Yeah, and it's made with people that are not normally working with art, but mm. they have this craft mm. that is like running the cranes, and suddenly you can make a crane ballet, and they were like choosing the object, so they chose like a compressor to fly it yeah. and to draw the building in and, the air like and they probably kind of choose it just because you know they because they're forced into a creative situation and then they pick whatever is kind of first on their mind or first in their area which is you know which is uh, uh, um, I mean we don't get away with that but you know because there are no professionals it becomes interesting you know what yeah i think but but i think they choose maybe like the objects also because they love the objects mm. and they are like and to see that compressor flying up like oh my god it was <laughs> right. killing me i just really yeah. and also like piotr one of the crane drivers had this idea of making like a star of all the cranes in the end yeah have them like and it's just uh I love that when you yeah. kind of, you just, it's not about us being different anymore. It's just about us having a goal of making like something interesting or dance. Like we talked a lot about dancing with the cranes yeah. and, and I love that when it becomes like something that they also have fun with and we yeah. have fun with and we're just on the same team trying to. Yeah, I think it, it gets very exhausting if you come say, this is how it needs to be. This is how you have to do it. And things get impossible, actually. I mm -hmm. think much more. And uh, I'm, uh, I mean, we talked a lot about in, in the second try, which didn't get taped. We talked <laughs> a lot about logistics and stuff. Mm. And, and if you want to, uh, and there's the train. Mm. If you want to get it done, so to say, you have to have this open-minded flexibility. Uh, in, uh, or you know, I think if you want to, uh, uh, yeah, what you say, if you want to have a positive experience out of it, and if you want to uh, also really kind of explore the limits of what is possible within these uh, frameworks, mm. you know, and not just kind of using it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean most important thing is just to be humble of what's technically possible mm. and what's not and mm. then try to to explore the possibilities as much as possible mm. and and uh, respect the guys that actually or girls that actually knows the tool yeah. best and yeah. but then uh, there is like but I really I have to say that I really admire Statsbygd, like Hans-Jörgen and Olav from AF, like mm. people that not necessarily work with art, or mm. they not at all work with art, and the way they are just opening up mm. uh, and and say yes to something they don't exactly know What's where we'll be, go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah, that's... You, you ask a lot of people in that situation, you know, and, it's, and, it, and it is quite... Uh, you know, brave sounds so dramatic, but it is kind of, you know, if you get out of your comfort zone, that is that is quite ad admirable, I think. Yeah, mm, I can see that. Mm. Uh, another question I, I, out of this, I have actually, I just thought of. Um, yeah, what you say, it's so nice to work with people outside of the art world. Do you do you think? Um, uh, so what what do you take out of this? 
kind of how how do you integrate kind of these processes you went through maybe in the future maybe it's too early to ask this but it's it's because uh, i had the same experience with uh, um as i worked with a theater group uh, a while back and they had producers mm. and i thought it was brilliant producers they can do all the stuff you you know uh, um uh, so i'm really focused now to to outsource as many things that are not kind of uh, uh i say production or creative related so i can focus on that so i can use my energy to do to do that and and were there any things in this process where you thought oh this is actually uh, you know i i use so much energy on this and i could actually outsource it and and or integrate it in a different way in my process it's always um it's always uh, a lot of stuff that uh, you think that other people actually can do mm. but then in the end sometimes it feels like um, it's so much about how you reach out to people like how you talk to the mm. guys that runs the train mm. how you talk to the the harbor mm. to get them flute like how you present the you have to honk the horns of the boats yeah yeah mm. there's so much psychology involved mm. and I think to find the right people to work with mm. that you can trust being humble enough, respectful enough mm. and tough enough to mm. uh, it's a lot of uh, trust and psychology involved in having the right people around you. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But I also I mean uh, um uh I also mean not only the people you work with, but also the kind of the, the processes. You know what you said, you had to fill out a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. And and kind of the health and safety issue got l much more in the foreground maybe than, than in previous projects. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and uh, so they approach kind of the, the, the problems or the, the challenges you encounter in a different way. And so, so my, my question was kind of how, is there anything in those processes you thought, hey, this is actually missing something in that world I could integrate back. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's a complex... Yeah, well. yeah no. Uh, um, I mean, it's interesting to work with Start Big mm. because they have, like... There are so many lab... Like, it's a wild hierarchy. Or not hierarchy, it's a wrong word, but in a way it is. It's like they are responsible for the building. Mm. And under them, it's like AF, and under them, like all the workers, mm. and like they have different la 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 layers. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, all the layers. Like, mm. and inside Statsbyg, they have like HMS, mm. uh, HMS, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, all the safety rules. On the meetings, we were like sometimes, like, or like often, like 20 people just with different. Uh, jackets with different logos yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I mean a lot of the paperwork was not done by me but by them but yeah. at the same time it's all these stuff you have to go through yeah. and I mean when you run your own artist practice of course you it would have been wonderful to have all these people doing all the sh shitty works for yeah. you that you don't have to do yeah but uh, yeah reality is of course that is highly highly uh, yeah that that's a money issue and very simple yeah, and also finding the right people. Mm, yeah, that understand your work and yeah. um, willing to bleed for it. Yeah. <laughs>
yeah and that's also i mean yeah you put a point there too because um you know it's it's your baby so you're gonna work 24 7 on it but uh other people might not be so in, invested in your project you know to they they want to participate or want to help the whatnot but you know they they just don't you know have that drive to to um, push as hard as you and and uh, uh, yeah so how do you relate you know, that's maybe not such an interesting question i mean it's um i think i think it is but it's difficult to um I think because I've had uh, like um, Gustav Gunvalsen, uh, he's been working for me. He's been an assistant for many years, and he's mm. been traveling with me. And mm. but he also, of course, worked for other people. So yeah. he's not just dedicated to my project. But I think for me, it's important to. It has been important to have a person following the process because yeah. I travel so much, and the space where I work change a lot. So to have a person that has been a long time witness to what's yeah, yeah. Uh, like a witness to what's going on and he knows that oh your head was burning last time because the f- there got a fire in the textile on your head so that's why you're a bit fussy right now mm. uh, like all these things yeah he can do the translations you might not not be able to in the communication with the other people which you might not do because you're so deep into the process and don't see the the, the overall yeah and also he's just yeah. like s- something that is following me uh, that is not because when everything change mm. you come to a new place and people are really they have high expectations they're li- really excited and they don't know that you were like drowning uh, mm. last week or burning the before and <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then uh, then your friend would know and yeah. he can like he can tell you like hey you can do this i know la yeah. la la or yeah so it's also a mental support for you where, yeah where it's, i hey, think maybe done this before this mm. went wrong last time but we took care of that this mm. way blah, blah, blah. Mm. and then and then also i have like uh right now i also have an intern yeah kaya haven which is um an architect yeah and that's really cool like because now i'm working on this project for uh for some and and she can like build uh 3d models and we can yeah. like play yeah. stuff in that's like that's so that is such a powerful tool i love it and yeah. uh i love that she can just like Ba-da-da-da. do you want this and oh then... we can move it like this and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 and and <laughs> No, I've started working with 3D models now for the last four years, I think. Mm. I changed my practice completely. Mm. I mean, it, it, uh, uh, not necessarily what I do, but how I do the things. And uh, because you can think a lot faster, you can kind of, uh, uh, you can see mistakes a lot earlier in the process. So, uh, so you can adjust for it much easier and, and fluently. Yeah. Mm. But I think at the same time... I think maybe 3D modeling is a little bit like trying to document a performance on video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you can't project the wind or the smell or no, no, anything no. like that. But no, it's no. a it's a great tool to like but try to compose. But that's them. Uh, absolutely. You know, it's you have to know what to use that tool for. Mm. But it is, you know, just for placement, for proportion stuff. But you know, I work a lot in in 3D models, and then when I come to the space where I'm going to build something, I think, oh, this space is a lot smaller, or it's, it feels a lot bigger than I thought. And and even though I've been working with with the space in 3D for like you know a year, you know, mm. I still like my physical relation is completely different. Yeah. yeah? 
but that's also that's also quite nice because then because if you've done solved all these small kind of technical problems all these kind of proportional problems all these you know these things that you can move things around a bit uh, um, you don't have to do that when you come into the space so you, you've done a lot more prep work and actually the stuff you can do in the space is gets more interesting in a sense yeah well, I guess, that's, I that's guess. That's how I see that. Too, yeah. At least, yeah. It's so weird because it feels like it's impossible to have r- any rules because it's always changed. Yeah. But it, yeah, sometimes I think, I mean, uh, sometimes I feel that artists, you kind of figure out the rule and then you break them straight away and you start figuring out new rules again. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as you figure it out, it gets boring. It becomes, or not necessarily boring, but it becomes repetitive. Repeti- repeti- repetition of you know and a repetition is feels like you know being caught or you know i should say andreas breivik because he's also working for me and it would be a shame to forget him yeah but and he's i'm trying to have a studio manager but it's always a Economic, but that that helps a lot. Having someone else communicating, like the contracts and stuff. Yeah, that's always yeah. good. No, that helps helps mm. a lot. Mm. No, definitely. No, just also, uh, um, I had um, uh, just having somebody else. Yeah, doing the talking for you sometimes, you know, where mm. and you know the business talking or the things that kind of lo- loosens. Yeah, so you don't have to do the selling, uh, and I don't mean just the, the 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 practical selling, but also the the selling yourself. You know what I mean? That somebody else can can. Uh, um, uh, oh no! Now I lost my thread a bit. Yeah, you know what you said. Somebody who kind of deals with the contracts and say, "Hey, uh, so you can just have a personal relation with people," which is so important. What you said earlier is kind of these personal relations are. Or yeah, and uh, and the micro psychology or whatever you want to call it, is is quite essential in order to get your things done. And if you kind of mix kind of this the contracts and and payments and all this stuff in there, you know, of course, mostly we have to do that. But it 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 helps if that you can outsource these parts where you can focus on the creative part again, you know, where you kind of. Uh, yeah. mm. But again, it's a question of of finances and finding the right people. Yeah. But you, I mean, your your team has grown quite a bit through the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, it feels like just everything has kind of, everything has become more complex. Like the production mm. has grown. It's more, you're, you're more, uh, you want better sound, you want better... Uh, equipment better like you want it to be sophisticated in another way yeah. another level so I guess everything is just um, yeah it's crazy how many people that can be involved in a thing that yeah, yeah. You, you just want it to look really simple but yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah. Uh, so many people yeah because yeah, uh, that question was on my mind too is how long did the uh, crane thing take to 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 how how long did you work on that before it became reality um i mean i guess two months hmm, that's that's pretty fast actually yeah yeah it is hmm. i guess it's um i i knew because i've had this i've i've been dreaming about blah, 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 
I've been dreaming about I've been dreaming about cranes <laughs> for a long time. I mean, I'm really fascinated by just the industrial look, but also the heights. It feels like that's as high as you can go, mm. uh, still it... being connected to ground somehow. Mm. And uh, I knew that I would love to fly these cranes, but then it's it's always so controlled and you can mm. never do it if you're not. But this was like... I don't no. know. It was a perfect mix of like being something for the National Museum and yeah, starts get, big, yeah, and yeah. so mm. they're already involved in art somehow. Yeah, yeah. Because then the question doesn't just come from you. Say, hey, I want to do this. It's a then it comes becomes a a bigger story. So, mm. Yeah. So then it's easier to get get it organized. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But two months. That's two months. That's pretty. That's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's rock and roll. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you you work fast and and a lot. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're one of the the harder working artists I know. I think. Yeah. Uh, we talked already about your you know, last year's schedule. I think you you know you traveled. What was it again? Portland, uh, London. Um, no, no, you were in LA too, no? Uh, New York. New York, yeah, New York. Yeah. And then I was supposed to be in Nigeria. Actually, this is after Christmas. This is this year, 2016. Yeah. yeah. So I was supposed to be in Nigeria. Oh, this is all from after after Christmas. Yeah, this is 2016. Yeah. You mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're four months in, and you're already yeah been to these uh, these places, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was supposed to be in Nigeria now, but uh, Jelili Atiku, he's the director of the Biennial, got arrested. Mm. Uh, As you do. <laughs> yeah, he did a public performance and they thought it was like upviglery. They thought it was like uh, not profiting the government. Yeah. Uh, and so... I just have to wait, but I hope I can go there very soon to Lagos. Lagos, yeah. Mm. yeah. Or yeah, Lag it's Lagos, right? In in, uh, or is it Lagos? It's probably maybe. I mean, how do I, you write it? L A. Yeah, you write yeah, it L A, but they say Lagos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you can everyone understand uh, it if you say Lagos or Lagos. Or, yeah. But I was in Lagos in uh, <laughs> Lagos, Lagos, Lagos in uh, January. Yeah. And uh, like last year, um, so and then they said Lagos, but Lagos, maybe okay. here we say Lagos. Anyway, yeah. it's the same city. It's the same city. It's a big city. Mm. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. I, I, I saw this documentary about Lagos where they they predict that it's going to be the biggest city in the world in like five years or something. Hmm. Uh, with with. 20 million people or something or even more and uh, and uh, and uh, it looked very crazy it looked quite uh, quite busy mm. kind of uh, bustling and, and uh, quite interesting yeah. mm. ah, it's really yes it's a lot of ha it's a lot of happening mm. but it's it's a great artist community Is it? like yeah. so many it was really cool to meet the artists there like but when it comes to business, I bang, I was in Dhaka, Bangladesh. Yeah. That was so, so wild traffic. Like, yeah. and so crazy. Mm. <laughs> Bangladesh, yeah, yeah. In, in, that's, uh, yeah. 
where you got the heat, you got the, the yeah. noise, you got the smells, you got the the uh, colors, you got the yes, uh, uh. like the big trucks and the cows and the rickshaws and yeah. yeah. Huh. I actually worked with some of the rickshaw drivers, like yeah. the taxi drivers there, yeah. which was also really cool. Oh, like in a way. Similar to the to the start, like working with Startspig, with <laughs> the cranes. The, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's like, yeah. like. Uh, and they know their tools very well. Yeah. Kind of, no, yeah, it's like a craft, and you just want to, you come to a new sp- place. Um, mm. I mean, I was new at the the building area. Yeah. Uh, and I was new in Dhaka. Yeah. But they are like driving in one of the world's wildest traffic, and yeah. they're really good drivers. And uh, the, like the rickshaw drivers, and then uh, I invited them into this uh, Shilkopala Academy, which is like a big hall yeah. with open walls. Yeah. But it's like three levels. Yeah. So the audience was like standing on the higher level, and the rickshaw drivers were driving underneath. Yeah. And they had two singer- singers each. Yeah. And it was like uh, moving the sound physically in space, and just. Uh, the composition was made by the way uh, the drivers were driving. Yeah. So they were like driving one at a time and then all of them all of them yeah. driving slow, driving fast, driving yeah. like making wild chaos. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And what's this? This was in March. In March, yeah. Last mm, year. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Yeah, you got a very full schedule. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So how do you um uh, and there was another question I wanted to ask. Kind of, yeah, because if you if you operate on that level, like what you said, and people expect a lot, lot of you, or 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 you think they expect a lot of. Stuff. How do you deal with that, with other people's expectations? I mean, I also expect a lot, a yeah, lot yeah. Uh, from me, but I think. Well, it, mm, let's maybe not say expect, but when people project kind of mm, their, their ideas on you, kind of you know what you know, which relates to expectations. Mm. I mean, uh, I try not to think too much about it because I also want it to become something that I want it to be. But I think it's more about sometimes I wish they knew how much risk there is, how much risk I'm taking, like how easy it does not work, like how small how how tactile it actually is yeah. what what i'm working with even though it's like big productions yeah. there are so many small details that is really important but they can very easily kind of cra- not yeah. work yeah. Yeah. yeah like like now uh, like um uh, when i worked with the cranes <laughs> yeah. a couple of days ago when the harbor is like how to communicate with the harbor yeah. so when i land with the ground rock that they they should like whoop yeah but just that those seconds of communication and having the harbor being willing to like join the yeah the, the, the energy yeah. and the everything like that there are so many small details that is just so important and easy to easy, yeah, easy, not happen yeah, yeah, yeah so i guess i wish that they knew how risky it was, mm. but at the same time, I'm glad they don't because <laughs> they, they freak they <laughs> out. <probably. laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, then you get like um, 
Yeah, you have like the the projections, you know, related to a uh, uh, um, to to a perform, you know, a, a single performance. But you also have like the projection of of that they see you as a certain thing, and that's not always the how you see yourself or how you think you you, you yourself are. How do you how do you relate to that? If you know what I mean. Um, I mean very often when I start with a project I don't know how it's going to end so I don't know I just know that I have um, a capacity Mm. (laughs) and I know that Mm. I can be like anxious and stuff but I know that I can always put my sleeves up and I know that I have a wild will to mm. to force it through so in a way I just have to I just believe that it's uh, I don't know I try to make it work yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's really I'm so focused on on the actual like work mm. more than I hope at least more than on the but of course all the people that you work with are so part of the project too mm. so so if when I come to a gallery the the people that are there of course if they're nice and great I want I get even more fuel on the on yeah. the fire like I want it I want them to like it I want them to be happy and yeah. or like feel something or yeah but for First of all, I tried to keep to the to the, the dream of reaching the the idea that I had. Like mm. I want this to happen, and mm. but then of course I work a lot with sound, and and um, that's something that often I it's the space that decide how you can work with it and how yeah. how much. Uh, yeah, the limitations of the space yeah. definitely mm. rule out a lot of things and kind of make other things possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, and now I'm talking about the cranes again, but I think mm. it's because it's still in my mm-hmm. body. And mm. but working with sound, I think it's very important and relevant in my work. Like and how actually when I was flying up there, it's so important that the sound is following the body. Yeah. Because. Um, yeah, because if you get sound out of speakers which are on the ground and you're up there, it doesn't. It doesn't. <sighs> it's so annoying. Uh. And then it's just no. It doesn't uh, relate to each other at all. So mm. it was uh, again. It was really cool to actually use uh, like the the real statives that was already there. So we were working with uh, Asle Casta did the um, the sound and mm. in a really good way, and he was like placing the speakers on the pumpetoren. They're like uh, they're like uh, flushing out all the con- the cement concrete. Yeah. That is like uh, filling the ground floors and like, but they're like these big towers, and so it's like arms beautifully. Yeah, long, 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 I say hoses, which kind of yeah, like a long nose. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and so the speakers was placed there, and when I was like moving up, the towers were like following the movement. Nice, yeah, yeah. And we also had uh, six subs under the first level, like the first. uh, Etage yeah. level, and and it was like this sound because I worked with uh, Guntova, uh, with um, f- sound effects, and we made like almost as if the 
the tumt, the ground floor started to breathe. Yeah. And it was not like a sound for the ear, but it was like a sound like for, a for the, the body. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get so low frequencies that, w- that you start... Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. And we also had speakers placed on the other side of the ground so that when I was traveling, the sound was traveling with yeah. me. Yeah, so which you had is a very surround important. sound uh, system mm. somehow. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, because it wasn't possible to get enough speakers up on the crane with you. That would no. That's not. my dream. My dream is to have. I've been working a lot with like wireless speakers. Yeah. But it's it always you get less quality on. Less quality <sighs> now. Delay is not that bad anymore. Maybe. No, but just like less ampli less quality on the amplified sound of your voice. Like, mm. um, so because you have to have. The speaker is so small that it can be battery driven, mm. and um, and there's not enough power to yeah to have like a bigger yeah. speaker and but I'm really that's something well, that's, I, isn't that a, just a question of time before absolutely they, yeah they get something I mean they already have wireless speaker which is quite amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm really that's something I really want to yeah develop. that you have your your sound pack on you. Yeah, I mean, mm. I, I've I've done that a lot of times, but I want to be able to travel further. Like now, mm. when I was up in the crane, the speaker system that I already developed that is wireless is not strong enough. No. Um, and the distance might get too big too mm. for the connection, and then and there's nothing worse than that the connection is start starts I, to interrupt. Oh uh, yeah, but but uh, when I said wireless, now I meant uh, it's actually not wireless. It's just battery driven. So I have yeah. the battery and everything yeah, yeah, on okay. me. Yeah, yeah, mm. so, yeah, yeah. So mm. the signal is always it's, on my body. Yeah. it's just connected yeah. via cables, but it's just um, not not uh, enough. Mm. Not enough power. Yeah. I can start to carry like car batteries, but then the weight will the be weight. much much more, and then it's, it's like five. To ten kilos more. Yeah. yeah, but it's and also it's about the costume and the visual and how. Mm. But uh, it's just about time, and we will have like the yeah, best yeah, system yeah. We'll, ever. We'll have the nuclear power pack, which <laughs> yes. is as big as a telephone, and mm. and it will power a city. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit scary <laughs> <laughs> to carry around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I want to go back to the, the 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 question I asked you in the second try uh, is when uh, when you know when your first time was that you started to deform your reality or when you uh, yeah when when you because uh, it's maybe a bit of a upward bridge but um, you had to go back to the deformation of reality we talked a bit about that before. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, it feels very natural to do that. And I don't think that I'm aware or was aware of it when I started working like that. And I think it's more lately than when I'm get when I'm asked the question, it's mm. when I start to think about it. Mm. But I think for me, it's uh, and probably... A lot of artists that just work with deforming realities are like, it's just this uh, longing for something else. Just like, uh, I mean, it's the, you want this, you want, 
you want to be who you are and not trying to fit in or oh, I um like uh, forget about forget about it's hard to it's uh, no but I think it's the essence of my work in a way mm. trying to make realities outside the standards mm. to create more freedom and more space to just allow everyone to be themselves mm. and to allow more freedom not having to fit in or mm. just like we can have all different genders we can have all different uh, people I mean of course we don't want uh, people to be evil or like mm. uh, but but there is like I appreciate so much when people are like having their own styles having their own opinions like uh, mm. living you- the way they want uh, different constellations, mm-hmm. uh, and I th- uh, but I I do think I mean now more than ever we have a possibility to express or create our own reality. I think, but on the other hand, kind of our our social medias or our our systems are forcing you know, and also the kind of the the financial pressure the system puts on us. You know, to produce, to to be able to maintain a a, a decent living, uh, is also getting higher. So I mean, I think it goes both ways. If you if you know what I mean, that we get more access to freedom and expressing, and less kind of being labeled. It's easier to cross over. You know, like you did from from you know start, starting out as a more traditional musician into the you know where you start to blend all the all the different. Uh, uh, um, uh, media medium or the different fields or worlds you know i mean it's a lot easier to 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 cross over it's much more accepted than let's say 10 years ago even you know as an artist you can be a curator you can be a writer you can be uh you know uh all these things and it's no problem right um uh but on the other hand what i said you know the pressures of just society kind of demanding a certain standards of living or or your means that you have to uh, uh, sacrifice a lot of that um, i mean you what you were talking about earlier is that yeah, you don't you you don't have a, a a house or a place to live you yeah, know because you travel so much because you produce so much you and you you uh, uh, your life is all, is all around art and art production and art art uh, 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 exhibitions and stuff like that and uh, um, uh, so that sac- sac- if you see it as a sacrifice uh, comes from from uh, that's a trade-off for that freedom of expressing yourself kind of limitless does that make sense? Oh, it sounds so sad yeah I, I don't mean I don't, <laughs> yeah maybe it is I'm o- I'm always bouncing back between the two. If I think it's sad or it's good, or you know, if it's if if it's an opportunity, because I think I think we we get thrown the challenges. And I don't, I don't have that for myself. We don't, we get thrown the challenges we can actually deal with in life. You know, we never get a challenge we can't deal with, or not that often at least. And uh, except death, of course, you know, that cheats us. But um, at least in in this perception we have. And uh, so I go back and forth of being it positive or negative, you know, because because it gives that kind of limitation, this pressure, gives also motivations to break out or to kind of find what you say different solutions, you know, gives uh, um, 
you know, where you have to look for a way out. And the harder it is, the more interesting it is, and the more rewarding it is if you if you're able to let go and find find your niche or your your corner and your identity as such. Yeah, I think I think um, because that like when you say identity, I think that's interesting because place to live and all these things are very practical. But I think when I talk about freeing space, it's more about this existential feeling of um, allowing everyone to embrace who they are and not. And I think that's re that relates to like fremdfrikt, fear of what's fremdfrikt in um, fear of the um, unknown. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But it's like now when we have a lot of refugees coming and yeah. just. Uh, The fear of Difference. what we don't know yeah. anything about, and I think that's that's connected to science fiction mm. and all these dream uh, scenarios in mm. a way because I guess um, that's more what I want to like in my work. I guess it's kind of uh, pretty drastic. Mm. Uh, And sometimes it relates less to this world in a way. It's mm. so like in your next vacation is calling from for Lilith uh, in Malmö, where everything was just like an abstract uh, explosion in this space, and mm. every, all the all the creatures were like uh, zombies. Or then there is just like very few things you can relate to in daily life, but it still challenge it still challenge the audience to kind of free their mind to open up to something that they can't yeah, they're not have any references to yeah. yeah and mm -hmm. i guess to do that you all if you manage to open up a little bit i think you can also open up a little bit in daily life mm -hmm. in meeting with other people mm -hmm. that Yeah, because you broaden your 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 perception by broadening your perception you know it's easier to to look at things and say hey you know i don't understand this but why don't I and why don't i understand it and and what mm. is it that's different and what is what is actually that is similar yeah no mm. no with the house thing you know the house is also a metaphor you know mm. i I, I, yeah. i was talking about it as a metaphor you know like a physical place in that sense you know because it relates to a to a system you yeah because as soon as you as you when you have a house or a studio you know we talked about the studio too you know a studio as a as a uh, uh, for me that's a core identity part you know without a studio i'll be miserable you know mm. and and uh, i don't even you know, of course it is the possibility of production you know that is the important part not the production itself because that can and often happens elsewhere too but just this possibility of 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 uh, creation right which is essential and and so it stands for something but with that comes a whole logistics or a whole world attached to it and a whole uh, um philosophy or in a, in a, a way to live to right and the same goes for the house of course if you have a house you know what kind of house and that house kind of uh starts to define you and you start to define that place and and you know in order to obtain the house or keep the house you have to do certain things you know in the least thing you have to maintain it 
you know, so it doesn't fall apart. So, you know, you still have a roof over your head at the end. Uh, but also, you know, you have to pay for it. That means you have to go into the economic systems we, we live in, you know, and, and so they stand for bigger things than just, of course, you know, a practical place. So, mm. yeah. And, uh, um, no, I think you, you hit a, hit a quite important point where you say, yeah, to, to open up kind of people's perception in, in dealing with these daily metaphors and being aware of, oh yeah, wait, we live in systems and we create these systems and sometimes we get captures in systems and sometimes we are able to, but you know, also that you know there's a possibility to break out. Mm. And that doesn't mean you have to do it yourself, but at least you know, you know like you and, and uh, maybe like me, is that you know, we do these things as artists and because we do them, other people don't have to do them, you know, and and yeah, but at the same time we can enrich their lives, and we can, yeah, in the best case, you know, sometimes we don't do anything, but yeah, well, that's just a <laughs> trade-off. But but uh, uh, yeah, I think that's very 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 important. Hmm. Yeah. But don't you don't you sometimes get tired of that too? Uh, not have a place to live. No, 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 no. To 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 be this instigator, to be this pusher, to kind of you know be on this you know in this this uncomfortable unknown world. Or, or I mean, that's to me it, that's much more natural than this world in a way. Hmm. It feels like that, and it's not. It's very. I think all my work is like very personal and comes out of something that I've experienced or like living with or mm. longing for or curious about or mm. so it's um, I think of course I think also there's a lot of therapy in what I do like yeah <laughs> and I, and it's uh-huh. it's it's important it's important for me myself for for my thinking for my being to do this project and to meet dif- these people and to mm know what they're thinking and what they would do if they were challenged in this way or so I think it's um, it's I have more problems with what I do when I'm not working (laughs) and what I what I do when I'm like uh, trying to Uh, yeah but nonetheless I mean isn't there sometimes a moment where where you I say grow tired of of pushing these limits all the time you know where, where it's just like uh, especially if you run such a high pace, right? There comes a like, uh, for example, Abramovic, uh, Marina Abramovic. You know, she's and I, I project now, so I don't know. I don't know that much about her, but uh, but you know, she seems to be so uh, sucked up by the art, the idea of the art world that she doesn't have any life outside that art world anymore. You know, she's just she is kind of uh, everything she does is. And and because of that, you know, I feel she's doing more more silly stuff because she doesn't relate to a normal life anymore. You know, she she lives in hotels. She kind of does her art. You know, and sometimes it works out better than others. But but uh, um, uh, when you and I don't I don't have that feeling with you at all. You know, I I do f- what you say. You know, because it all comes out of you. And uh, um, but that time aspect is maybe an important thing. Because uh, uh, because you give so much of yourself, and also because you know, in a sense, it is therapy. You will work. You will work through these issues, or they will evolve. And and uh, how do you think 
you will deal you know let's say in 20 years how do you see you dealing with these things you know because the, the same issues or problems or or drives you have now won't be existing then because you'll have worked through them mm. and and uh, uh, um, yeah not end up like an uh, like an Abramowitch and, and <laughs> this sounds really bad but you know, yeah, you know I mean I, mean? I don't know I don't know Abramowitch uh, personally but I think at the moment she's not making her it's like the media or the art world that creates her work mm. more than I think she does, yeah. in her earlier Yeah, you works. put it a lot better than me. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I I still think that she have made some of the most, like the strongest art piece in the art history, like some of the early works mm. are like she's I, so strong yeah. And uh, but I think now uh, it's not it, it has become not something she controls, it's more like the uh, media controls her art yeah. and yeah. Uh, I don't know who to blame for that um, well, and I don't know uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, sorry go on no. <laughs> and uh, what's going on in 20 years it's so uh, it's impossible to answer, impossible to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and exciting and yeah. and who knows if we're still alive and uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I think it's um uh no uh, i don't know no I, th I think it's a very dangerous question too because it kind of opens up for a lot of doubts and a lot of self-reflection which might not be be healthy but i think it's also a very important question because of that because because uh um we create the traps we end up in in 20 years now yeah but i think i don't i'm i don't think so much like i don't plan a lot mm. it just happens and mm. I, that's like both good and bad it's about it's a, it's control again i'm yeah. kind of like i just uh, let it go and I'm, um and then people are like talking about careers and it's just, just such a i don't know that word mm. almost but mm. at the same time I mean, you you don't it's, know the word but you are aware of it because you yeah uh, but it's not like i'm i'm planning uh planning stuff it's just like mm. uh do you want to do this do you want to do it or do you not want to do it mm. and then and then that decide how to go and to think 20 years ahead it's like impossible but mm. also when you ask it's like a bit hmm, maybe i should stay in this lighthouse in christiansand and just make sure the light runs right. when it should you know maybe yeah. that's a good life yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, you know that question doesn't relate to kind of what you're doing practical i think so much as as exactly what you you know what do you what do you expect to be a good life right because at the end that's why i'm why i brought up uh, marina abramovich is because i think i don't think she has a good life you know she she kind of sacrificed herself for art you know and 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 that might sound noble, but I don't think that is that is because you you trade in a bit of your humanity, and you trade in so also the freedom to be yourself in order to you know be art. What you say, she's you know, I think you put it quite right that she's not in control of her own art that much anymore. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Maybe she's no, no, in maybe. a hotel room laughing at everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but. She doesn't seem happy either. You know, she doesn't seem kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, but anyways, I. I'm, I'm just but what about yeah, Jeff yeah. Koons and all these other guys? I think I don't know. I think the only kind of big star I think is reasonably happy is Anish Kapoor. Yeah. 
I think he's doing he's he's you know he's doing big project he does what he loves he's still hands on and he kind of uh, you know uh, I think with Jeff Koons it's it's a lot of you know he I think he's quite hollow you know which he needs to be to perform on that that level maybe but but uh, it feels more like strategy or calculation with him than with and the same with Damien Hirsch as well you know they're they're all they don't seem too too happy in a sense but i think anush kapoor he really enjoys what he's doing and he's doing it well and and if you like his work or not that doesn't matter but he you know he's at least um so he's one of the few few uh on on that level you know where yeah i don't know them hmm. no i'm i'm no <laughs> i haven't no i, mean, I don't know if they're happy it's it's all it's all projections anyways you know and uh but but it, it kind of for me would, the interesting part is kind of what do you what do you constitute as a as a you know a good life you know, and that that is a question is kind of you know do you have a good life now right that that's maybe more a more relevant question because that's something we can deal with mm. maybe better than twenty years yeah so do do you have a good life ah. <laughs> I think life is a struggle, a real struggle. I think it's really uh, heavy sometimes. Mm. But I think also the opposite is true. Like it's mm. also, it can also be very light and fun. And mm. But um, I think a lot of artists uh, experience that it can be very, uh, it's a cliche, but it's also very true. Like... Uh, be it can be very lonely mm. especially mm. when you travel a lot and you don't have a base so you can have regular re- meetings with your yeah like you can meet your friends in your gang like mm. um but i think that also gives you a drive to especially when i do performances it's like being in the same room and having like a um focus all together like that feels like being with someone yeah but um, I don't know it's weird to Mm. be alive (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is very true no and I mean the other question is it important I mean I think uh, I do think too you know life is a is a messy affair but I I still think it's very interesting or very kind of yeah and it, and so I don't with a good life I don't mean that you're you know everything is in order and you're happy and stuff but a good life I mean uh, uh, you know are you uh, yeah, in your base feeling happy to be alive maybe well that made it <laughs> so, sorry about that <laughs> no <It's... laughs> I mean, wow. those questions are are elem- they are like uh, really alum- elementary. Yeah. But I guess it's uh, yeah, maybe difficult not, to answer on yeah, air. Yeah, maybe, maybe not answerable. Yeah, but at least we we asked them, and then yeah, mm. that's maybe enough. Yeah, but we yeah. always ask, like, "Hey, how are you?" And then mm. if you say I'm fucked up, then people get uh, I don't know if mm. they want to hear mm. all the shit. Yeah, if you want to hold the whole... <laughs> How much time do you have? Have a seat. <laughs> but it's also good. I mean, mm. it's... Uh, and, yeah, you're you're a dad. That must be cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. It yeah, is actually and cool. you have, a, like, a 
clear reason to live. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course, but uh, uh, you know, I would be wrong saying otherwise, but the the funny thing, not that much changes. You still have yourself. And you know, I still have the same doubts about life and 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 all these kind of things that I had before. So that doesn't change anything. You know, and and uh, uh, you know, having a kid. I mean, it's fantastic, but you know, a kid can be an asshole uh, sometimes too, and you can be an asshole sometimes too. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't change that much actually. It's it's often, uh, you know, maybe rightly or wrongly projected as like, oh wow, that kind of solves all the misery. And I think a lot of people maybe get kids because they think then you know, then the, then it's going to be okay. And then at least they have something to kind of, but in the end, you still have yourself, and and that self doesn't change just because there's another person you have a responsibility over. Yeah, no. and and because you and in certain ways, I think the most important thing of having kids is that you understand you're not on your own. You have to kind of you know you have to 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 care and share and and. Uh, uh, so it, it kind of eats away a bit on your ego, which is a good thing, you know. And I think that is really the the essential thing. And and because you kind of eat a bit of your ego, you you get a bit more humble. And uh, I think maybe that was that was. I'll put it somewhere else. Yeah. So you get more humble about life, and I think that is a very healthy thing. And it doesn't mean that that having kids is the only way to get there. You know. I mean. Uh, 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 but it it is an easy it's a shortcut in a certain sense yeah. mm. and um, but you know the, the the challenge having kids is that you're 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 I say tied down to a place much more and I'm uh, I'm a wandering spirit like you too and and uh, uh, it doesn't mean I you know I still travel I still do these things but you know they they go in a different rhythm and a different kind of dynamics you know which which uh, 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 you know, I don't have a problem accepting, but it is, it's a different situation, and uh, and so so it's it's both, you know, it uh, but it's not a solution, and it shouldn't be a solution because that's not why you, you should have kids, you know, because you should first deal with the problem and then have kids, because then it's much more fun, because then it can be fun, because then you can you know be present, you can be yourself, and and you know that will resonate on a kid and. He, that kid will be, will will have a lot easier time to be itself, yeah. Because you you can give some kind of example of of something. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. No, I think it's good how the. I think that's changing in society. That it's like, uh, it's less pressure on having. You have to have a kid, or yeah. otherwise you're a normal. Yeah. Or, and you can have a kid in many different ways. And yeah, that's yeah. No, I think that's also very important because I, I, from the start, you know, I always wanted to have kids, so that wasn't a problem. But I was, uh, I still, you know, we thought about it. You know, having a kid. Why do you have a kid, right? It's not, it's, you know, I think a lot of people, are gonna have a kid just because they, you know, everybody does it, right? Without really thinking if they want to have kids or if they, they, you know, you know if. They, if it kind of enriches their lives or if it just makes it more difficult because there's enough people who have kids and it makes their life more difficult and of course it more rewarding too because you know you, you got a, like a small creature running around which is quite fun but in the long run you know if you if you deep in your heart really actually didn't want to have kids and you're gonna get a kid you know that 
you're not gonna give that kid kind of the you're gonna project that negative feeling onto the kid and the kid will have to carry it on and deal with it too so you know it's um yeah. do you think the same thing would happen to the dog if you had a dog um well that's that's a very metaphysical question right <laughs> <laughs> or the cat <laughs> or the cat i don't know i don't think i I'm I'm not a cat or dog person. I like them, but I I don't like the repetitiveness of the caring for them. I don't know. I think it's like with with people. Like some cats, I can just totally relate to. Yeah. And some dogs, I'm like, oh, no. hey, what's up? Uh, and some other ones, <laughs> I don't communicate yeah. with. I think it's like with there. It's like with yeah. But the difference with a dog, you know, you always have to go walk the dog, right? <laughs> And the kid at least <laughs> learns how to go to the toilet by itself. You know? Yeah, if it and if, that, that if it's uh, if it doesn't have if it's a yeah if, if it doesn't have any any, any like CP cellular place brain or damages not or, that you are like different scales of that or like yeah brain mm. yeah of course but uh, yeah so uh, yeah you're right there but. Um, there's a lot of repetition in dogs you know they need to have their food at a certain time kids too but after a certain time they can take care of that themselves and that development i think is very interesting and that stagnation in in animals i i um uh, uh, i don't want to spend my time doing doing that does that make sense it sounds really cruel <laughs> <laughs> no you can choose uh, that uh, you don't need a bulldog uh, no no i don't Maybe at sometimes, you know, maybe it is it is actually quite uh quite when nice. I lived in LA, like first first um I lived in this studio, a very industrial building and it was like just a s- small very thin door. Yeah. And it was uh, like two girls that had been raped and murdered uh and disappeared. Actually, that we didn't know if they were murdered, but it was just like the last week in that area. Yeah. And the first night, I just saw this sign on the street. Yeah. And the first night when I slept in this place, because I also lived with a cat yeah. that followed the studio called yeah. uh, Michelle Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually came when I was went to bed and I was going to sleep. She came and she was just like laying down on my chest. Just to calm you down? Yeah, to calm me down. Like, oh. And it was so good. Yeah. And we totally became friends. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I think and cats, that was yeah, yeah. You know, I do, I do see the kind of the personal relation you have. Is, it sounded really hard how I was say talking about animals. I love animals. It's not, it's not that I, but uh, uh, it's more practical consideration with animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for I, me. I, and, I understand and what you mean because that connection is really real and very valuable and very, very important. Yeah, so it's a responsibility that you can choose mm. like you can choose yeah to be free from it or yeah. to have exactly it. Mm. exactly and and what you say you know the choice to have kids or not you know for me that choice uh, i can have that on animals and say mm. you know i don't i choose not to have animals because mm. these reasons because i don't feel that i could kind of offer it what it deserves or whatever yeah whatever pathetic <laughs> thing <you know. laughs> yeah mm. yeah mm. Yeah, LA. LA is a funny place. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to go back. I've just been there. <laughs> when was it? A month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I remembered when you were there. Oh, I was so jealous. Oh, I want to do. 
doesn't matter everybody who goes to LA I'll be jealous too so it's not personal <laughs> but it, uh, I don't know I have something with that city which resonates and I don't particularly like the first time I was there I'd never felt so lonely in my life I was there for three months uh, for doing an exchange in my bachelor and I felt so lonely and it felt so good oh Cause wow because I, I yeah I was I was super productive because you know I had nothing else to do I didn't have I didn't know that much people and in three months time just you know I got a couple of friends there uh, which I stayed in touch with during over the years but you know it's very limited and before that it was a very you know in, in the Netherlands I had a very social life and and all that so it was it was really refreshing to not have that social responsibility you know what I mean yeah just be there and and be confronted with yourself you know was the first time I was on a plane and then to a different part of the world where everything was the same but different you know no, it's uh, and LA is it's it's not a nice place to be but it's you know it's uncomfortable but it it's interesting it's always interesting it's always kind of uh, yeah you have to kind of work at it to, for you to open up and to, to but then you know possibilities come really fast and, and uh, I love that kind of pace i love the freeway yeah, yeah. you were you have a driver's license no mm-hmm. yeah so you were driving of course yeah actually someone just left me a car like a mm. old mercury lincoln nice with the yeah. purple velvet couch in front and in the back sweet and purple leather wheel yeah and a dashboard purple dashboard and we were we were like surfing actually on Christmas Eve. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was more underwater than on top of the board though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, they were like, "Hey, why don't you have the car? Uh-huh. You can have it as long as you want. Just drive it back to Florida afterwards." Uh, <laughs> and then uh, brilliant. It yeah. was it was like driving a boat. Yeah, it yeah. Was yeah. Like yeah, because so it goes that slows and it kind yeah. of bounces. And, but it yeah. was so good. And then I got the road trip to Florida afterwards. Nice. <laughs> How was that road trip? Was that... It was uh, it was great. My friend Ankatrin, yeah, November came over and we just drove it yeah. there. And we went to Santa Fe, which was like a yeah. Marfa. Oh my Marfa, god, yeah, yeah. what a place! Yeah. So nice. But I still have to do that trip. Mm, yeah, a road mm. trip is yeah so good. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to be back, I think, in the fall again. So maybe, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm going there in uh, June. Yeah. Um, And last time I lived at this Wii Spa, which is like a Korean spa. Yeah. And it's the cheapest way to live in LA. (laughs) And you can, it's like, I think, $11 per night. Wow. And it's... uh, it's so good because you you just sleep in this. There is like a women floor and a man floor and then a mixed floor. Yeah. And uh, so I sleep in like this big sleep, like not a big sleeping hall. It's like a, a room where you can close the door and it's totally dark. Yeah. And you sleep with like twenty women or something. Yeah. And you just lay down on this small mat. Yeah. And then like and then when you wake up, you can just go straight into the sauna and into the hot nice, tub. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a That's pretty and cool. I and I also lived in LA in this uh, compressor tube. <laughs> wow! When you you can like it was just because my friends had this studio and they had so little space, so they had to like lift stuff up in the ceiling. Yeah, 
and they had this tube. Um, it's like when when people go cross country and they are uh, exercising in the high Altitude, areas yeah. to get like the 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 breath. Yeah, because yeah, there's less oxygen there. So yeah. you have to breathe differently, yeah. etc. Yeah. yeah, and it was so funny. I was like sleeping there for two months or something. Wow, it's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what's uh, what's on the menu now? What you're gonna do now? It's the way I'm waiting for a response from Nigeria to go there, and yeah. then. I have an exhibition in Paris, but I'm not going there. It's just I'm sending... Sending works. Yeah. yeah, and then it's the um, LA <coughs> show, which is like... Um, Why are you showing in LA? It's I'm showing... I'm working on it now, like two sculptures. It's called Shapeshifters. Mm. It's Tim Gossens that's creating it. And um, it's... Um, it's a lot of gender topics. Mm. Um I'm really excited about that show, and um, I'm also doing a performance and then a talk at the Neuhaus. Mm. And after that, I'll be in London uh, working with uh, Bernard Willem mm. at uh, V&A. And then I go back to New York in September for Watermill Residence. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. So you're gonna be a lot in the States then again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it there. I uh, me too. I think it's great. Mm. Uh, yeah. Is there any other questions you want to ask yourself? Um Should we play a little? We can try that. Let's let's do a bathroom break. Can yeah. We drink so much tea and then yeah, uh, me too. And then we can uh we can try to play. Yeah. Sure, make some music. Yeah. Yeah. All right, small break. We start recording again. Mm-hmm. But that's also the tricky thing with um, uh, with the crossover part, right? For me, I could never kind of integrate music into what I do as, mm, or never maybe is a strong word, but. Um, uh, it's so it's maybe so personal you know what i mean because i really uh, i'm not going to pursue a career in music you know because i'm too deep into the ra- uh, the art rabbit hole to to switch over and to and there's not really a space to integrate it into things so that makes i don't know that makes it much more vulnerable or yeah that's why makes me much more nervous than almost than doing a show or you know doing an exhibition because that, with that nervousness i can relate but th- this one i i somehow more is on the line you know what i mean mm. yeah. but i think that's a lot like now you were playing a, a song with a lyric and mm. everything that's very different from just painting with your voice yeah, like yeah, yeah. working with no words just uh yeah just uh yeah using the voice as a as a as, as an instrument, color. yeah, as a color, as a rit- rhythmic thing. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, no, this is a very, you know, as what I said, you know, when I, when I write songs, they're, yeah, quite uh, traditional or It is easy. like, yeah, but it is like an abstract painted, painting and, um, mm. and a classic painting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, 
But an abstract painting has become mm. a classic painting too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not classic, but what is it called? Uh, uh, build a, a painting that shows a motive that you know what is like. A, yeah. It's a yeah. brush laying on a body. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> it is a, yeah, it is. I know, I, uh, probably not the right metaphor, but I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Didn't you, didn't you, because you made that switch, right? You made, you, uh, I have. What, at, at, you have at least one of your CDs from from your period as a rock star, but uh, uh, which was much. Although no, you were already using your voice as a painting tool, or, or let's say it like that, in there too. You know, kind of your. Yeah, yeah, but it was more like a choir, like ooh, mm -hmm. like more like. But I, I guess lately it's more. Um, actually, when I lived in New York last year, I. Uh, my neighbor that had a studio next to me, she was very sensitive to to sound. Yeah. So I couldn't uh, sing as much as normally I would do. Okay, yeah. So I started to actually make these uh, abstract paintings, mm -hmm. <laughs> like smashing. Because when I make the masks for for my performances, yeah. there is so much leftover material. Yeah. And it's so expensive, but I just really love this material. I just started to smash it, like slap it on, on some wooden panels. Yeah. Um, but actually, that was the opposite way. I was trying to explain why, how I'm singing, but now I'm explaining the opposite. That's fine. Just go, <laughs> roll, we roll, roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's. I've been into this troll language lately. Mm. Which is just like no words, just based on rhythm and mm. motion and colors, and mm. and I guess it's it's um, related to this language in the theater where you don't have lang when you don't yeah where you your your voice training like yeah and also when you when you do these sketches you don't communicate via written language just like more like gibberish it's called yeah. just yeah. like Gibberish, fantasy yeah. 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 And I mean, of course, Sisland Dresen has been working with this for a decade. Mm. And she's a f an amazing musician mm. uh, that I've been listening a lot to. And, um, and uh, yeah, Karin Krog. And, mm. uh, but I love the way of communication that is not linked to a certain area or culture. or yeah. Because there is so much hierarchy in language mm. that is really... It annoys me because it creates these barriers somehow. And when I travel, I love to work with the troll language because it's just accessible for everyone, mm. and there is no mm. limits. It's yeah, you just don't like, have to cater to like the English speaking or the Spanish speaking no. or the African uh, speaking areas or wherever you're. Exactly. You know, mm. Bangladeshian or yeah, and. Mm. Uh, It's no, really it also makes. Uh, I mean, what you say is kind of the the the, the defining character of language. You know, when you listen to a foreign language and you don't understand it, you you hear it as sound, mm. right? Instead of as as meaning and mm. and uh, um, and but it's sound with meaning, but you just don't know the meaning, and which is quite exciting. And so, so I yeah, I see why you create your own language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's 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 uh, it's very much about freedom mm. and just playing along as it comes mm. because you can't plan it. It just have to. It's it's as if the singing goes from the brain to the body. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm reading this book. I've been reading it for I guess a half year now. I keep kind of relanding it from the library. It's called The Mathematical Foundations of the Arts. 
Mm. And it deals a lot with music. And, and when music is good, you know, because music is an emotional uh, uh, language, so to say. Kind of, it comes, you know, as, as the book describes, it comes from, you know, the first sounds were sounds of fear, right? Ah! Something is coming or whatever it is, mm. right? So it was a, it was actually, um, it was a, a reflex, you know, like a, a uh, you know, like a, a fear reflex. And out mm. of that fear came sounds. And, you know, when we started recognizing these sounds as creatures from each other, you could say, oh, there's, it's, it became a warning. As soon as it became a warning, became communication. And out of that kind of sound, uh, you know, language developed, but also music developed. And the music kind of relates more to that, that maybe that physical reaction or that kind of uh, uh, emotional reaction than to the meaning or to the... So also when music is is good, it says, you know, you don't, you don't need a concept on it, right? You can just accept it as an experience. But as soon as you... And this is, I mean, the ultimate in a sense, right? Because, uh, you know, so if you diverge from that, you, you need to have some kind of explanation to read the music, to understand the music. And, and uh, 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 I, I kind of resonated to that explanation quite a bit because it's... And it, in a certain sense, it's, it might also be true for the visual arts, but that's a bit more tricky because there's so many different forms and there's forms which relate more to language and, and the rules of that or more to concepts and, and stuff like that. But at least uh, the art I appreciate most, and I think, uh, as, as I know, I think that's also what you try to achieve in your work is that you make people forget themselves and give them a... I say a real, a real experience, like a, a body, almost a bodily experience, not like a conceptual experience, but like a, a, um, a yeah, a experience of being. Does that uh, maybe I'm that far. sounds really nice? Mm. I hope I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what we can do. We can hope and we can mm. try. But uh, as I said, it's uh, I say it's um, how do you call when when it's it's an, an ideal, or not an ideal, but something you strive for, but maybe never are able to obtain because of our lim human limitations. But yeah, so uh, no, and and with using like, because um, I think the the voice is still the richest instrument of all, you know, because it it uh, uh, yeah, because it taps into that emotion. Some musicians are able to do that with the instrument, but it's a lot harder. I the voice is like very personal too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that's also why I've been working so much with masks and covering up, like the, like the with costumes and mm -hmm. linses and stuff like that, because it's it's. Is it uh, to give the voice more or the the, the voice more space? Yeah, in a way, I guess so, yeah. Mm. And also to kind of protect myself somehow, like mm. the privacy. Mm. And to be able to take it much further, being much more personal in the voice mm. than if I was seen. I couldn't have gone that far in a way because it would have been too much, too private somehow. Yeah. But if you close off something, you can you can allow yourself to be more brutal or more yeah. more personal in the voice somehow. Yeah. And uh, uh, I no. guess... I can see that. I, you know, I was just playing a song for you, and I noticed I wasn't looking at you. I was just kind of, you know, trying to be in my own world. And 
and uh, uh, because because it was so uh, it's pretty personal in a way and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's yeah I, so I the mask in that sense is a very very good tool to to yeah sit as a yeah I mean just meeting the eyes is such a strong thing mm-hmm. and I think um, for me it it just also helped the concentration not to mm-hmm. like and and another thing is that I think uh, me as a performer becomes more a sculpture as well mm-hmm. because it's the body is less uh, you don't have to meet the eye you don't have to uh, relate to the the f- actual face that I have yeah. and and rely my personality on how I look yeah it's more like how my voice sounds like yeah. and there is so much emotions in that yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely like, no I, I, uh, I don't know Mm. That's fu- so that that's actually a second layer of this deforming, right? It's not only it's not only the wish to, I say, to recreate a world or to kind of explore the possibilities, but also to, uh, um, yeah, f- free yourself from uh, from a certain kind of projection or from yeah, say, or kind of not hiding yourself because this is the wrong wor- word. It's actually uh, putting a layer in between to be able to express yourself freely mm. Mm. cool 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 I'll, I'll do yeah. oh you know I, I wrote another song and that's a good one to for you to be on and I can it only has four lines oh, but and it's repetis, repetitious and uh, uh, but art may gonna improvise yeah, yeah from there we can improvise because oh. we just it's a very simple this one and you want to do it or yeah and from so, there on we can let go as well but it's just uh, maybe a start yeah yeah we're gonna make music now <laughs> but oh just God. so i understand you've written a song already no it's it's just four lines and and four chords so it's nothing more than that and from there on it's easier to i don't know yeah yeah because I, I don't you know this 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 I say improvisation you're talking about you know you need you need a certain skills for that and I don't I don't know if I <laughs> hey let's I just play <laughs> but right. you will sing that and then I just get in you get in and then yeah and I'll get out or or not whatever or, or you know let's just play and if it's, if it's a total disaster just cut it out ah that's even better yeah so So uh, the, these lines are very simple. There's four lines, and they come from four, from no, from three books. It's like the collectors came with their wooden joints and their decorative stones. They came. The collectors came with their wooden joints and their decorative stones. They came. Collectors came with their wooden jaws and their decorative stones. They came 
Da-da-da-da-dum Collectors came when they would have been When you just play uh, with no words, sure. And because uh, we want to free us from the words, mm. right? And you can play whatever you want, and don't think, and you don't have to play good or bad, just sound or whatever. Yeah. Boom, Tara. Wow. 
sum hey mm mm go ni bim bim so hey li lom bum bum sing bada bada bim hit him hit him holu li 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 okay cheers cheers fredo i'll put the guitar away <laughs> That was fun. Mm-hmm. I did I did uh, music improvisation one once before with um, uh, uh, Christian Tony, and uh, I never published that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see if you publish this one. I think what's what's difficult is to f- just get f- free, free from the system. Yeah, because it, you can even just like stay on one tune for two hours, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there is so much possibilities. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's also the format what we're in that we're already recording in, in conversation. You know, there's a different energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's hard to get into the. And then again, also, uh, yeah, I. Uh, for, I was next next door. There's a drummer, and uh, and um, so I, I jammed with him once, and mm. it was the first time I played with a drummer, I think, and I, you know, I missed every beat. I, you know, he asked me to be on like every eighth count, and I was. I managed the first and maybe the second and then I was off. I was yeah, but it's a problem when you have to count. I love, that's what I love about uh, the troll improvisation. Mm. Because it's free from all the systems and you yeah, don't have to. You have an internal rhythm, I think. You know, you have a, you have a, I say a musical, musical bone in your body, you know, which, which makes that you automatically are on the beat. You know what I mean? And for me, for me, that's not always automatic. Sometimes, if you know, if what you say, if you feel it right, you can. Uh, and if I play my own stuff, you know, I'm on my own rhythm, so that's fine. But mm. uh, but it's uh, the playing together. I think is very very challenging. I mean, yes, of mm. course, because we all have different beats. Also, mm. if you f- mm. if you free yourself from counting, it's always a challenge because you don't know the person or if you haven't played before so yeah. it's like yeah because that's that's what you you already referred to before as well if you i mean the you know then the meeting people in this kind of uh, uh, into this performative space you know or this performative moment it's like there's our train again <laughs> Uh, in this performative moment is a is a different kind of meeting right it's a different kind of energy and a different kind of uh, uh communication and uh uh and so we, we know each other for almost nine years i guess mm. but uh uh it's the first time we played music together i guess mm. yeah which is completely different you know and 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 different sides are come up which we can't communicate by words and and uh, yeah, that's so that's exciting <laughs> yeah uh, that's nice mm. Mm. no but as I said I'm not a I like to dabble in music but I'm not a, I'm not I don't see myself as a musician you know I I uh, no somehow but it's fun mm. Mm. and I uh, yeah I can I can see I can see why you kind of are so deep into the the sound of of the voice or sound of you know sound as a tool and as a yeah, as a yeah because i think sound or the, the the musical sound is is one of the few powerful tools we have you know to to tra- to transport ourselves out of this reality 
you know what I mean? And it, it's possible to, to do this with like physical objects too, but it is very, very hard, I think. Because especially now where, where we have such a visual bombardment 24-7, where we're so used to, to any type of visual expression, you know, it becomes, you know, it becomes less powerful because it gets watered down and and somehow the even though we have a lot of songs and voices too, uh, uh, you know the 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 performance or uh, or the the sound um, is always present in the moment. What you said, you know, to to, to capture in performance, uh, you can only capture a certain part. You can't capture the energy that is in the room. You can't capture mm. the kind of the intensity of the experience you can't capture the you know the the spatial spatial spatialness of the experience mm. and and uh, uh yeah so hmm. there was one question i had which was floating in my mind and now it's gone again um well i'll get back or not yeah mm. no mm. I got really, and now I just want to sing. It's when you get it started, it's just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that also already shows that you're, you know, you're, that's where, that's where your voice is, maybe. No? Mm. Yeah. The need, the need and the want and the. And I have the same thing with building stuff. I need to build something physical. If I don't, I get miserable. Yeah. But uh, I can feel that too, because what I love about building stuff is that you can actually prove that you something changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when you work with a voice, it's you can feel it in your body that you've the vo you've been running your voice uh, for a while, yeah. and you get exhausted, or you feel really well if you've been singing a lot for many days, and your voice feels warm and something like that. But it's not proven, like, when you do, like, a phrase, it doesn't show. <laughs> it doesn't show. It's just, like, uh, but if you build something, you mm. really feel it and you can, you see that it changed. And mm. it's, like, I mm. think that's really necessary. And it adds a lot to the, like, making your own costumes or sculpts oh, yeah. for the performance. It's also, it builds a lot of the energy that you you have when you do perform mm. and stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because it makes it more real and more present maybe mm. Mm. and you have time to think about what you're doing when you when you when you when you're in the process building stuff mm. and it's like and of course it when you make it yourself it also adds up on the final expression that you want mm. <laughs> mm. and building the character the visual char character is part of like developing the audio character mm. yeah because they go they of course interact mm. 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 yeah i i'm i'm running a bit out of questions uh if that's okay of course yeah let's, let's eat some more chocolate then let's, let's eat some more <laughs> chocolate sounds like a good plan mm. do you want um do you want to sit here a bit in silence or shall we close off the yeah that's Let's sip it up. Let's sip it up. All right. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I really love your studio. Thanks. And yeah. it's so nice to see those objects again. Yeah. That you had in. 